0: It is Friday. It is uh, 1.57, it's almost uh, 2 o'clock Eastern. Uh, I apologize for the late update. I was tied up doing some testing earlier uh, in the day and got held up. So we'll do a very quick update, just to let everybody know how the week is ending, uh, what we've accomplished and and where we're at, and what our expectations for next week are. So, um, disclosures. We are looking to still track the release of 2020 disclosures and financials. Qs one through four next week. Uh, year end would obviously be towards the end of the week. This week, we've gotten one, uh, Q one through three. Year end is done for 2019. I'll probably sign off on that final uh, version with the next couple of hours. We'll get that uploaded and you'll uh, see that on, on OTC. So uh when will we be current is the next question so let's just go through that process real quick as a reminder we've gotten some questions on this so we'll just i'll do it again make sure we get our all of our cues in uh all the way through 2020. uh q1 is not due yet but we are actually working on that so we get those uh submitted then we have an illegal opinion that says that we are current and then otc would sign off on that after whatever rounds of comments we get from them they may have some questions we we'll get through those, and then we'll be current. When will that be? The expectation is the week of the 17th that we would have of this month that we would have um, all clear on being current as a pink alternative reporting company on OTC. All right. After that, the next step would be the audits. Now we've gone over this before, but I'll, I'll touch on it very briefly. We cannot begin it begin the audits of all the subsidiaries, including the public vehicle, so six total, right? So you have your public company and five subsidiaries until all of the queues are submitted. Then they have something to audit as a total package, an overall package. SEC guidelines dictate for an S-1 and to be considered fully reporting, you have to have a minimum of two years of audited financials. So that's what we're doing. It actually ended up being more than two years, about approximately two and a half years. So we will have audited financials what uh, when will that when will the audited financials be completed to be submitted in within the S1 as a total package so we are going to amend our original expectation on that we we've had a few little delays so instead of the July time frame we're looking at August potentially into September depending on the timeline or the length of the audits right so we expect those audits to be completed within that August September period. Uh, two years each of, of six companies, uh, it's 12 years of, of audited financials, so it takes some time. Uh, we put a lot of resources on it, but again, we've had to retain an outside auditing firm, a PCAOB certified auditing firm, to audit uh, our financials. The, the S-1 would be submitted right around the same time, we're not going to delay as most of it's already drafted uh, by legal they would just be waiting on those audited financials they would include that in the s1 package and then they would submit uh the s1 around that you know september time frame is is what we're uh estimating which would be acceptable uh for us at least as far as our timeline so then the next question everyone asks and we've gone over this before is how long does an s1 take nobody can give you a clear answer on that what we can say is historically or i should say recently recent historicals. It looks like the SEC's tracking a three to four month time frame typically for an S-1. Now that could take longer. It could happen quicker, uh, but you are gonna go through rounds of comments. Uh, they will have questions naturally, and we will have to go through those rounds of, uh, we call them comments, and then we'll uh, undoubtedly be, uh, become approved, and then we would move forward from that timeline. So wh- what does that take? So that pushes us towards the end of the year, which we haven't discussed previously, but it's about the right time frame that I am counting on. We would not, and we've known this probably several months back, be applying to the New York towards the end of the year. That doesn't really make sense to do that. There's many reasons. I'm gonna put together a a video series and I've started doing kind of a curriculum thing on the capital markets and why we do what we do and and what dictates a lot of that. Uh, So towards the end of the year, it just doesn't make sense to do that. So we would be looking towards the end of Q1 that would be the, the strategically most advantageous time period for us to submit our, our application in towards the end. So you figure uh, Q2 is when you get the approval. It's a six week process. I'm gonna go over that in another video. We're gonna go over what the um, guidelines are and stipulations in order to get on uh, to the Org. So we'll go over that in a future uh, video. We're not gonna do that here uh, today. Um, so look for that March, April, you know time period for the application to go in. So, reporting the revenues, that's what everybody wants to know about. We've got a lot of questions on disclosure. When are we gonna see the revenues? So 2018, 19, and 20, we're not posting any of that. We, we are, we're gonna have an effective date on acquisitions and which would impact revenues, uh, either Q1 or Q2. Uh, we're, we're working on the tax implications of that, as well as what's in our the, the best interest for not only the company but as the shareholders to, to, to do a proper evaluation so we'd like to make them as concise as possible in a um, in one disclosure statement so everyone could take a look at all of the um, revenues in one disclosure as opposed to having to review them over many so we're, we're looking at sometime Q1 Q2 that's when you're gonna see the revenues that's when you'll see the expenditures or the capital expenditures for the acquisitions, uh, as well as those revenues, as I uh, said. So um, th- this will also help to keep the audits streamlined. We're not having to include all of that in 2018, 19, and 20. So this keeps everything very simple, expedites audits, and will help us to um, streamline this process and, and get it moving along. So that's another consideration. All right so it's just a, a very condensed way of taking a look at the revenues and reporting them and it make it easier for shareholders and i feel it's 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 a, a better way of doing things so the shareholders can take a look at it and then we could have we can have a discussion about all of this because a lot of things have to happen uh, over the next couple of months six to eight months uh, seven, uh, uh, seven to nine months that we will need to discuss as as fellow shareholders it's not just uh company dictating what's going to happen and, and the shareholders uh, in the lurch. That we, that we need to explain why we're doing uh, what we're doing as we're doing them. So we're going to have a lot of discussion. I have mentioned previously uh, a live town hall. We are going to be doing that. I just need to get past a few more things so that we have um, a better uh, rounded subject matter to discuss. Obviously, I had to get past all the acquisitions. that wouldn't make sense. I'm sure if you look in hindsight here, if we would have done a town hall before the acquisitions, we had acquisitions and there are more questions so we're going to do a few more things that have have to take place and then we're going to have a very open discussion so that you're getting your questions answered directly from those making those decisions and not from some of these forums and and chat rooms i've got a lot of messages about that i I appreciate everyone looking out for us reporting some of those that are saying some things saying some things that might be um, uh, libelous but i i'm not going to concern myself with those individuals, they're going to fall to the wayside eventually. Uh, And and going after each individual, uh, unless they say something significant that is is wholly inaccurate that affects trading and hurts shareholders, then we're not going to address it. So again, I do appreciate everyone uh, looking out for us, but I would just caution everyone. don't, Don't get pulled into that type of negativity. We have a lot of things moving forward that we need to stay positive about. And there are you know uh, seven months left in the year, and we need to focus on that growth. So there've we been getting a lot of questions. I am going to answer a lot of those questions, those emails. I'm probably behind by about three days at this point, two, two and a half somewhere in there. I will get those emails out to you. The past couple days have been very um, very full. So I'll get those out to you. We will be doing another video, uh, and, but I don't want to ramble on on this particular one. As far as the other companies, things are moving forward, a lot of questions on H2O. I will have an update for you on H2O next week, uh, as well as a few of the other things that we're working on. People ask about Bacter, Ossifix. We will have updates for you next week. I just don't want to get into that right now. I know it seems like it's late in the day, but we continue working through the rest of Friday, even into the evening, uh, to, to finish and button things up for the week, and then we start preparing for the next week. So... lot of things will be happening they're still in motion the day's not over for us at least so i will get you updates next week so hope everyone has a very good weekend again thank you for all the support and for uh looking at the video make sure you uh like and subscribe so you're constantly updated and you get the uh, latest and greatest as far as directly from the company thank you